What's up, everybody? Since the Sandbox, we're back, and we're fully loaded. Me, Steve, and Lou, all three of us, back at it. I'm feeling great. You know, I'm feeling like Charlie when he walked into Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. That's how I'm feeling right now. We're going to dive into some basketball for you guys, some players who we think need to prove themselves upon the return of the season. Yeah, man. The guy who I honestly think I'm going to start off uh, my list with is the guy who was kind of talking, I think, the most before we got back. Damian Lillard, dude, he didn't want a, a playoff format where they didn't have a chance to get in or stay in. And now the format is here. You know what I mean? They're going to play the regular season out. And then if they make it, there'll be an eight or a seven seed. I mean, I feel like he has to put up or shut up. Nurkic is back and, and he's going to be the leader of that team and really put his money where his mouth is. You can't complain about the system not being fair. And then they give you a fair system and not make it. So I feel like there's a lot of pressure on his shoulders in. They got knocked out in the second round back to back time. So something has to change. Nah, Lou, I definitely feel you on that. And, you know, if Dame can take the Trailblazers for a deep run, I think that could really, you know, help prove himself a little more in the league. But someone that is already a proven player that I think can, you know, take his career to an even higher level is Chris Paul. I think he has a legit chance to take a team that was viewed extremely bad going into the season when they traded Westbrook. But now they'll have a legit opportunity to advance to the second round based on the playoff format going on. So I, I think Chris Paul can really take a lot of those guys to the next level. And eventually in their career, that team could already be a, a core in itself. I agree. Yeah, no, that they definitely could really prove a point because no one thought they would even be close to this. They thought they were a lottery team. The guy I'm going to start off with is, and that was good that you brought up Chris Paul, Steve, because I'm going to go opposite, and I'm going to go Russell Westbrook. And I kind of was back and forth because I wanted to put Harden on the list, but I also wanted to put Westbrook on the list. I decided to go to with Westbrook for one reason, and that's because, obviously, you know, his last couple seasons in OKC, or before Paul George got there, weren't great, obviously. But he had a chance with Paul George and didn't blow it. He didn't really have great role plays around him, but still had a chance and didn't really make it that far. And I feel like a lot of people, whether it's true or not, I beg to differ, but I feel like a lot of people blame Westbrook for running KD out of OKC. So I feel like Houston's kind of a new start for him. He has another superstar with him. He has some good role players around him. I know they're lacking a big guy, but so are other teams. Teams don't have great big guys. So I think this is a chance for Russell Westbrook to put his ego aside and him and James Harden just hopefully make a run. I'm not saying they have to win a championship, but I, I want to see Westbrook in a deep playoff run and make something of, of his career. Yeah, no, Kev, on the opposite side of that, though, I have Harden just because he's the star of that team regardless. And it's been multiple times now where it's like, oh, Harden doesn't have enough pieces. He doesn't have enough pieces. Now it's like, listen, the system's friendly to you. It's small ball five. And now you have the perfect compliment to you, a guy that is a solidified all-star, one of the best point guards ever, and you've played together before. So I don't know. I feel like he really has something to prove because this is, might be his legitimate last shot with Golden State getting healthy and uprising teams in the West uh, to win it. No, Lou, I, I feel that. And I have Harden on, on my list too, so I'm happy you came in with that. And I absolutely agree. I definitely still think that it's Harden's team over Westbrook, even though I, I think that team was really starting to come to itself after they made their trade in the middle of the season to play small ball. But I think, you know, this break could really affect a team like this that was hard at the time and they might not be able to come back and play with like the same chemistry and you know go on fast break scoring as often when it comes to playoff basketball so we'll see what happens but I think Harden can really prove himself if 
he can take, you know, the, the Rockets to a Western Conference Finals w- with a lineup like this. Yeah, I agree with both you guys. Like I said, I mean, I was considering putting Harden on the list too. I went with Westbrook, like I said. I'll keep it in the West. And another guy who I feel like has to prove himself this playoff run is Anthony Davis. And I know a lot of people might call me stupid, but... The reason I say that is because most of his career, he carried the Pelicans. I mean, he had a couple good players with him here and there for a few seasons, but I mean, he was the main piece there. And now he has a guy like LeBron who has won championships, is considered one of the best players of all times, knows what he's doing in the playoffs, and they're probably the best roster team in the league right now. So I feel like there's really no excuse for them to not make the finals. I mean, even win the finals, but to at least not make it would be a disappointing year. And I think, I mean, LeBron's already proved himself. I know, you know, another ring or two could really solidify him being the GOAT, but I think AD's ring chasing, that's the whole reason he went to LA. And this year is probably set up the best for them to win it just because of all the Corona stuff and and, and the way the, the league's coming back and the format and stuff like that. Yeah, Kev, I, I don't disagree with you on that. I do think there's a lot of pressure on AD, but to kind of bring it to the East, dude, uh, to bring it to the Celtics specifically, I have two guys tied that have a lot of pressure and a lot to prove to that's Kemba and Gordon Hayward I mean Kemba did not look good at the end of the last NBA run before the coronavirus and Gordon Hayward was good in spurts now it's time to prove that they can do it on the court together and not be liabilities you know what I mean like Kemba's a liability on defense and it was missing a lot of shots and Hayward can kind of just drift sometimes and not be there and they have to prove that they can really be driving forces and show up and show why the Celtics may have the deepest starting five in the league because everyone could put up 20 but if they can't do it consistently in the playoffs versus the best teams I mean the Gordon Hayward experiment it could be a solidified failure. Now, Lou, those are deaf great points, and those are kind of sleeper guys, too. I, I didn't even really uh, consider them for my NBA players with the most approved. But, Lou, me and Kev went and talked about uh, the overrated players of the 2010s, and I had Kevin Love on the list. And the reason why I had him there is because I feel like when he was on the Wolves, he made a big splash on a team when he was kind of the star of that team. He had to provide a lot, and I feel like that could be a similar case with Gordon Hayward. Even though his injury was very gruesome, that could also be a factor in there as well. But I'm going to stay in the West with my last one, and you guys might think I'm crazy with saying this, but I think it's LeBron. And not that he has much to prove as like an individual, but I think that this is just kind of for you know the GOAT conversation about him being compared with Jordan. I know He's been to the finals and lost more than he's won. But obviously, adding another ring can can make the argument a a lot more debatable. So coming from a year that LeBron had last year and seeing how his play has continued to evolutionize depending on who the players he's with and the situations he's in, I feel like he's playing more for the greatest of all time type of proving rather than proving as an individual. It's a very good point. It's a very good point. But I'm going to go in a different direction. And, and I do like your points about Gordon Hayward and uh, and Kemba as well. But I'm going to go with Tatum. And just for the sole reason that I think because of all that was going on in the locker room and stuff last year with Kyrie, you know, it, it was tough to kind of get the morale going. But I think this year, I mean, Tatum's really stepped up. And, and people look at the Celtics as his team, obviously. I mean, I know he has Jalen Brown and Kemba and the other guys. But people look at Tatum and expect him to be, you know, one of the best players in the league for years to come. So I think this year, not that he has a lot to prove, but I think this could 
be a big step for him if he was to carry the Celtics to a playoff run. Again, I know you had teams like Philly and Milwaukee in the East, so it might be hard to get through them. But even a playoff run with Tatum as the star at this point in his career, since he's so young, could be a huge step for him and I think could prove a lot for him and his career for, like I said, years to come. No, I agree with that, dude. I definitely do. And do you know who I have on the list? And it's kind of crazy because he's a defending champion, but, but Kawhi Leonard, I just feel like he has to prove that it wasn't a fluke that he can lead his own team. You know what I mean? Because he did have a lot of things go his way last year. The Celtics dysfunction, the Warriors basically crumbled to injuries in the finals. And I feel like he can prove now that he can go toe to toe with LeBron with not as good of a second piece as LeBron has because AD is much better than Paul George. I think we can all agree on that. And to go toe to toe with him and to beat him. And I think even to make it to the finals for the Clippers would solidify them as kind of one of the best teams ever almost because they're so good defensively. We've never seen it. For sure. And I I think that those are very fair points. I'm going to take this back to the East and I'm going to have to go with someone. I don't know if you guys will agree with, but I think Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler can show that the Heat will be legitimate contenders in the East. If he can perform to the extent that, you know, he was in elevating that team to the whole season, they were an extremely good home court team. So we'll see how that kind of is affected in Disney, if it is to any extent, but the Heat were playing some really good ball. And I think it was because Jimmy Butler was playing great offensively and defensively. I think the Heat were kind of a shock to all of us. And the play at Bam Adebayo certainly helped their cause. But um, I think as an individual, Jimmy Butler can prove a lot with a good playoff run. Definitely, dude, especially with the stigma that he's had over the past couple of years that he can't lead. He's too aggressive. Doesn't work well with young guys. This would legit flip his whole narrative. Lou, to go to your point, too, about Kawhi, I love that. I honestly... I don't think you're crazy at all because I was thinking about putting him on my list. I think you're completely right. I think you hit the nail on the head. He did have a lot of things go his way, not taking anything away from the guy, but he did have a lot of things go his way last year. So I think, again, you know, this season, he's with a very similar team, a very a defense-first type team where he's, you know, the main piece and, and the superstar, and he does have Paul George, and he has guys like Pat Bev and Lou Will and guys like that that will come off the bench and produce. So there's no reason for them not to make a good run, like you said, to a finals or even a conference finals, something like that. So I love that pick, but to stay in the East like Steve, and, and, and this is another one like Lou said that people might call me crazy for, but I'm going with Giannis. And not that Giannis is anything far from a crazy talent. It's just that now it's his time to step up and actually get his team to a finals. I think he's the only guy on this list that I think, besides AD maybe, that a finals is necessary. I wouldn't, I think if they were to make a conference finals and to lose, it would be a disappointment of a year, especially where they were top in the entire NBA all season. I think it would just be a disappointment to not make a finals. Like I said, especially with all that's going on, it's really set up for a team like Milwaukee to win the finals. But again, hopefully they didn't lose it. Hopefully they can stay hot because they were very hot going into the whole Corona pandemic and everything. So I think if they can stay on top of the East and Giannis keeps playing like he will, they will be in the finals. But again, that that's something he has to prove to me still because Eastern Conference Finals just isn't cutting it at this point. Lou, I'm going to just jump in before you really quick because I have to agree with Kev. I have Giannis on my list as well. And I feel like Giannis can really have the spotlight on himself in this playoff format and can show everyone that he's going to be the star the NBA will need, you know, post-LeBron. Not that LeBron's career is ending anytime soon, but he'll obviously play for a, a longer period of time. 
But Kev, you were right. The Bucks definitely were hot when this all kind of happened. But if they can gain some more momentum in Giannis, you know, if, if he can play his best ball, the sky's the limit for that team and him individually. Yeah. Oh, no, he, he was the last guy on my list, actually. It's like they were literally considered in the Warriors category. They, they were they could have broken the record this season for the best regular season record. That would have been incredible. And his knee is now healthy. There's no excuse on that. The team is healthy. Chris Middleton's he's a 50-40-90 guy, which only Bird, Curry, and Durant, I believe, are in that in that category in a season. So there's no excuses now. Uh, and, and you're right, he, he does have the most to prove because it, he has to take that next jump. And Kev, I, I agree with you. It's, it's finals or bust for them. Yeah, 100%. And again, I'm going to stay in the East just because this is a team that kind of goes hand in hand with Giannis, Philadelphia 76ers. And I kind of found a loophole here, so I hope you guys don't mind. But I'm actually going to use the duo of Embiid and Simmons as my last player. I really try to choose between the two. But honestly, I think just as a duo, they they have to step up. I mean, I feel like the story of the Sixers is one of them's hot, one of them's not, or one of them's hurt, one of them's not, something like that. And it just seems like they can never get it going. I mean, I know they lost the playoffs last year on maybe the craziest buzzer beater ever in NBA history. But to even be in that position with a duo like Embiid and Simmons against a Toronto Raptors team that wasn't really experienced at the time besides Kawhi Leonard, I thought was very disappointing. And I think Giannis is their kryptonite. But I think he shouldn't be because when you got when you have a guy like Embiid and a guy like Simmons with their size and their athleticism, there's no reason why that duo shouldn't dominate the floor every time they step on the floor. And to add in guys like Tobias Harris and, you know, their role players, they got Josh Richardson and a couple other guys. So for them to not, I don't want to say finals, but for them to not make the Eastern Conference finals, I think would be a shame, honestly. This might be the last straw before uh, Philly does have to look and maybe trade one of the two centerpieces. All right, guys, it was fun talking some basketball together. Uh, really looking forward for the NBA to come back. And hopefully coronavirus doesn't mess up any of the plans that are intended for the NBA. But check out our, our website, sincethesandbox.net. Leave us that five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Since the Sandbox, we out.